0: Hey guys, this is Claudia. I'm here with Pastor Josh uh, for the Weekend Extra. Uh, this weekend, Josh talked all about uh, change in our series, Made for This. So um, that was a great sermon, Josh. Um, <laughs> I just had a couple questions. So uh, one of them was, how can I kind of pinpoint when I'm in my life, like when I'm slipping from ignorance and defi- into defiance?
1: Yeah. Uh, so we were talking about in Ephesians 4, um, this the Gentiles, the way they think, and it kind of just is the d- default way of life, and really there's kind of almost two ways that I see it just being one of where I don't know how, how to live life uh, under God's rule, just because maybe I, I haven't um, either grown up around it, or I haven't yet experienced him yet, and then even just when it kind of folds into that defiance and like, okay, I kind of want to just follow myself. And actually one of the things that helped bring that out for me was understanding that actually at the root of all that default thinking is what's called pride, which actually doesn't get um, a bad rap in our culture. Like Mm -hmm. pride wouldn't be viewed as a bad thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we're actually talking about is kind of the core of what sin is, like where sin comes from. And so when we talk about the root problem with that former way of life, What we're actually trying to identify as pride. And where I started to see that in my life, how I kind of like recognized that pride was something that was very present in in my life. It wasn't just I I don't know, it's actually that I'm being very defiant, very prideful. I'm kind of trying to control my own life and I'm purposefully resisting change. One of the ways that I, I recognized that was um, for, through my mentor. We were going through this, um, this study I had to do as, as I was doing school, and um, it was on pride and how it shows up in our life, and, and just a few of the different ways that I think I, I just started to see that's that way of defiance. And so it's things like depending on ourselves rather than God, expecting others to treat us as if we're God, refusing to uh, love and trust, refusing to accept forgiveness, and... Um, Attempting to control the future, being territorial about our status, mm-hmm. acting as if we're better or further advanced or more virtuous, um, uh, refusing to recognize our own wrongs and where we, where we fall short and where we sin, or minimizing and rationalizing it, being too sensitive, uh, being too critical, uh, refusing to receive guidance from our community. Um, there's all sorts of things that it can kind of manifest in life. One of the lines at the end is says, becoming legends in our own minds. And I think that's where that defiance and that kind of Gentile way of thinking is, is that I'm only going to trust myself and I'm I'm actually putting myself in a position where anything that's going to get in my way, I'm going to push out of the way. And Mm -hmm. I think that... That, that's kind of a scary place to be if I'm trying to change and become who God's made me to be, is that I'm going to actually be at a heart posture already where I'm saying there's nothing wrong with me, and uh, my, that pride has set in, and I'm not actually going to be looking for anything to put off and, and to put on. I'm going to think that I, I just need to continue to be who I am already.
0: Mm-hmm. That was great. Thanks. Um, <laughs> so another uh, question or just kind of, like, topic that you talked about, like, renewing your mind and, like, made me think of Romans 12, too. Mm-hmm. Like, do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So I guess a question is, like, how um, do you pinpoint when, like, what you're seeking to renew your mind is, like, not true? Like, uh, either, I, I don't know, yeah, like how, if right. it's, like, a lie or... Um, you know, just like a false truth, I
1: guess. Right, and and I guess, obviously, um, one, one of these silly illustrations I've heard before is that the people who um, work for, like, the U.S. Mint and they try to identify counterfeits is they study the original so well and they're so familiar with the original that when they spot a counterfeit, they can tell the difference. And so mm-hmm. there's, like, um, usually that's translated into the fact of make sure you really know truth. And I think that's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and And... I think that can only go so far, though, that I can only kind of get my nose in the Bible and learn so much before what I actually really need is what I can't see. And as I'm trying to identify a lie or an insecurity or a fear or a doubt, what I actually need is someone to know me, someone to know the things that I struggle with and to care about me enough to ask hard questions and to to ask me if I'm really struggling with those things and then to speak truth to me. Things that I actually already know, and um, my nose was in the Bible, and I, I read that, but I did not believe it. Mm-hmm. And and that's why I'm doubting it, is I, I know it intellectually, but they're actually looking kind of outside of me. They're outside of my head. They're watching me do life, and um, this is why life groups, plug for life groups, <laughs> are so awesome, is because I've just developed a lot of relationships, where even me as the leader... Um, inviting people to just have permission to see the messy parts, to have honest conversations, and then for them to, to listen to them and listen to what they're seeing. And, and really has been some of the most transforming parts of my life, either through a mentor or through a small group and people who actually know me and they can help me identify the things that I'm failing to believe.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much for all of your insight on this topic. Um, (laughs) Uh, This has been The Weekend Extra. Thanks for watching.